Welcome to the weekly Anchor Devotional, brought to you by members of the Transforming Community. Our topic for today is, does God answer every prayer, your idols or his will? And the Bible verse is taken from the book of Ezekiel, chapter 14, verses 4 and 5, New King James Version, and it reads, Therefore, speak to them and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Every one of the house of Israel who sets up idols in his heart and puts them before him what causes him to stumble into iniquity and then comes to the prophet, I, the Lord, will answer him who comes according to the multitude of his idols, that I may seize the house of Israel by their heart, because they are all estranged from me by their idols. I once read that God often has one of only three answers to our prayers. Yes, no, or wait. It sounds rather straightforward, doesn't it? A yes, positive, a no, negative, and a wait, well, very uncomfortable. What if some of the yeses many of us have received have actually been negatives, the no's positive, and the waits, the very essence of the beginning of the work needed to mend our broken, sinful, impatient nature? Idols are not always graven images made of clay, bronze or silver in the shape of an animal or a person that we bow and pay homage to. Neither are they necessarily our favourite movie or sports stars who can never do wrong in our eyes because we place them on a high pedestal. All the foregoing are idols, but there are bigger, even more dangerous idols that we, in our sinful state, permit to take comfortable residence in our hearts. These idols not only influence how we approach God, but also what we receive from him. Take some time to ponder why some of these things people desire so strongly, even at the expense of their desire for God himself, pursue so relentlessly, spend a considerable amount of time fantasizing, learning, talking, debating and podcasting about, going to seminars and conferences about, and sometimes doing everything at all costs to obtain, are also the very things that often cause immense pain, dissatisfaction, disillusionment, and sadly, cost them the chance to fulfil God's purposes for their lives. Fame, popularity, extreme riches, marriage, career, and other pursuits can become idols that cause us to stumble into sin. The Israelites learnt this tough lesson when they cried for a king to rule over them because they desired a judge like other nations around them and demanded one for themselves, thereby rejecting God. God gave them over to their desires, 
but not without first asking Samuel to warn and show them what the behaviour of the king who would reign over them would be like. When we lose a sense of what certain things are created for, idolise them deeply, long enough in our hearts, and desire them for other uses outside of God's will, it's only a matter of time before they take centre stage, stand in the gap between us and God when we go to him in prayers and cause us to lose sight of what God desires to say to us. In there, our prayers concerning those things can never be answered according to his will, even if we receive a yes, unless we repent. I remember years ago, once seeking God's face about whether to pursue a particular relationship. Whilst I discerned that something did not seem quite right, and years later, things lurking in the dark were eventually revealed, and although I could not quite place my finger on what was amiss at the time, I have to be honest, that I was also not particularly devoid of the idol I had formed in my heart about desiring to be in a relationship with this person. Each time I went to God in prayer about it, I wanted God to say yes to it. And so it did not matter whether God came down in human form and wrote a no in bold letters before my eyes. I was prepared to construe it as sounding and looking like a yes. Thank God that deep within my heart, I was genuinely determined to pursue his will regardless of the cost to me. And God was incredibly merciful. Otherwise, he would have eventually given me over to my desires. If he did, I may have believed that it was a positive answer to prayer, when in fact, my prayer was born out of what I eventually knew and accepted was not his will for my life. But the damage would have already been long done. Thank God, in his infinite mercies, that I did not pursue that relationship. Now, before I dare to put my heart and mind into something, anything at all, I make it a duty to seek God's face concerning my life. So that if that thing, no matter how desirable it is, is not in congruence with God's plan as I believe it to be, then I will not bother mulling over, let alone pursuing it, even if others around me pursue the same thing. This does not mean that we do not get it wrong every now and then, even concerning those things we genuinely believe are God's plan for us. But God sees, knows and tests our hearts. And when he sees a heart that is genuinely out to please him and do his will, he, in his mercies, will not give us over to those desires or mistakes. I encourage you to meditate on 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15, as you go on to seek God's will in prayer this week. Does God answer every prayer? I believe he does. But whether he answers according to your idols 
or according to his will is up to you. Which will you choose? Here are some reflection questions. Have you ever received what you believed was a positive answer to your prayers that eventually turned out to be regretful for you? How did you reconcile that with the promise in scripture that God directs our paths? When you pray according to God's will, how does this influence the actions you take afterwards before receiving the answer? And how can God's will become our desire without us feeling hard done by or that we are letting go of something that is important to us. We invite you to join us at the next live devotional session on Monday at 6.30am UK time.